Motivation Central Station. I am Grandpa Jim. How are you today? I hope you are doing well, fantastic, wonderful, your joyous, your heart singing. I hope you're off to a great start. And uh, I want to talk about some stuff today that's floating around a little bit. I would like to talk about Governor Whitmer and the Wolverine Watchmen's and that thing is moving towards uh, their, for the people they arrested. Uh, it's a bond hearing whether they're going to hold these uh, people in uh, the jails or if they're going to let bond And There's scary, scary details coming out of that. Frightening stuff for sure. And then I want to talk a little bit about uh, COVID-19 uh, and um, you know, and right now, uh, in our state, the state of Wisconsin, we are on fire. 20% of the people in Green Bay, Wisconsin are testing positive. We are setting all kinds of records. We have a extra hospital that's built at our state fair park with 500 beds. When somebody's not wearing a mask, You know, I had a friend that couldn't get his cancer treatments. He couldn't get into the hospitals. And that's where it's going in our state. You get in a car accident or you you have, you know, cancer pops up in your life and you're one of these people that aren't wearing a mask, you know, or if my uh, relative or something can't get in there, I'm angry at you. You know, I'm not happy with you because you're being selfish. And we can end this thing by, you know, using some common sense and putting on a little piece of cloth over our faces. You know, some of them are pretty cool. I just picked up one with camouflage on it. It's awesome. I love it. You know, and so uh, that and I had a wonderful day today. I got to hang out with one of my social work clients. And, you know, at one time uh, he was homeless and then uh, now he's got his own place and he's got musical instruments in it. I was able to take him to get his driver's license that lapsed during that period of time because he didn't have money. Uh, when I first met him, he couldn't stay sober and now he's been sober for like a year, year and a half. And it's really awesome. Those are the people that sh- keep me showing up to my work. Don't quit on anybody ever. You've got a relative that's struggling. There is definite hope um you know don't lose hope ever um you know it's it people turn themselves around i'm i'm living proof i'm the guy that grew up in the system i was a kid that uh, had a lot of trauma come at him and i went through all the channels and then when i got to uh, college and stuff i had to go through all these extra tutoring and learning and then Finally, when I graduated, the last time I graduated my school, I was summa cum laude and, and top in my class. And and so uh, you can go from the bottom to the top, and that's why I'm here. And uh, every day trying to help just other people accomplish, you know, you're beautiful, you're wonderful. Don't ever, ever lose sight of that. You know, if you're struggling right now, reach out, please, please reach out to somebody. There is a process and a way to get out. If there was a, there, if there is a way to get in to a bad habit or, uh, you know, financials, you know, it's hard right now to, I know with the economy crashing down on a lot of people, 
and uh, it's going to get a lot worse. That's the other reason why I'm really hepped up on, you know, going with the new Green Deal because it's going to put so many people back to work, and we're losing the game. I I did a um, podcast a couple of days ago on how Canada already is jumping on this right away. They've just uh, got a new car factory coming in and they're going to be a world leader in building batteries for all these electronic vehicles that are coming. All these other countries are going this way. We're lagging behind again. We used to be the forerunners. When I was a kid growing up, America, the United States, led in every category and we don't anymore. What happened? It's lack of leadership. And I want to give a shout out to the state of Texas today because I saw uh, some news coverage on their early voting started today. And there were lines. If you're going to vote, get out early this year because, um, you know, the lines were stacked. People already were waiting for eight hours to go vote. And they were troopers and they hung in there and they got the job done. And and this is going to be an election like no other. It's time to, you know, find out where you're going to go. Um, who you taking with you? Is there anybody you can help to bring you? Because um, we want everybody's voices to be heard. And the majority voice, you know, for one of these elections, you know, Hillary had the majority. Uh, Al Gore had the majority. And through... Um, electoral college we need to flip the battleground states and uh one way i'm very hopeful about is that the latino vote uh is going to be out in full force our african-american vote here in milwaukee wisconsin that it was proven about six weeks ago here in our state that the trump campaign actually were targeting african-americans our community to stay home and uh, 20,000 people stayed home, and that's the margin that Trump won by. And uh, this year, it's it, it may be different, but if you don't go vote, it's not going to be. So please get up there. But I want to talk about this white supremacy. I want to talk about Trump. You know, I was horrified. There's so many things that I was horrified with his presidency. One was the John McCain thing when he, you know, calls him out that he's not a hero. He's a hero when he signs his name on a uh, farm to, you know, to be in the United States forces. Whatever one you go in, you sign your name, you're putting your life on the line, you're a hero. You know, and for him to say something like that was so disgraceful. Or these things about women, how could he say that? I'm raising granddaughters. You know, I have, and I didn't have any uh, daughters, but I have granddaughters and I have daughter in laws and beautiful people. And for him to say the stuff he says as a leader, as a leader of our country, absolutely been horrifying experience for me and i'm not kidding when i say this i i might need some type of therapy after this because this this went from funny to unfun to scary you know it's been quite the journey and then when you hear how this uh court case where governor whitmer they were the wolverine watchman actually had a plan that they were going to take uh, the governor, uh, uh, Governor Whitmer from 
uh, Michelle Whitmer from the uh, governor's uh, vacation spot. They were going to kidnap her. They were going to throw her out in a boat in the middle of Lake Michigan. I've been lucky enough and fortunate enough to be able to sail out there once or twice, three, four times, and uh, the weather turns fast. And when uh, I've been out there a couple of times when it turned fast, and it's scary coming back in. You know, the waves can get really, that that would have been a horrible experience for her and very, uh, you know, there's big sh- ship liners that have gone down on uh, the, the uh, that lake. And, uh, you know, uh, if you live in this area, it's not uncommon for people to just get swept out from our beaches here. People don't realize that. But anyway, uh so these dudes, uh, Trump originally, remember when, back when Minnesota and uh, Michigan, they were shutting their states down and then the uh, camouflaged white supremacist guys with their rifles all of a sudden show up to these steps of the um, capitals in each state and Trump's spurring them on. He's tweeting out, you know, open it up. And, you know, and then um, these guys, these Wolverines, they met on the steps of Michigan when when that was going down that day you seen everybody with the rifles that's where this group of guys met you know somewhere from my state somewhere from michigan i you know and i can't believe that uh you know guys from wisconsin there was a guy from delaware that came there that you know these guys are real man they got a network going these uh, white supremacists are prevalent you know, and now that I've been talking about them on a podcast, I get all kinds of stuff from people from those groups that uh, say stuff to me. But I don't live in fear. I live in righteousness and I live in that. Uh, I want a beautiful country for my grandchildren. These dudes are were are bad dudes. And they uh, they were filming her um, her uh, vacation home. They were actually physically staking it out. They were um, finding out where her police protection was, where their cars were for that. They were going to firebomb them, um, possibly even take them out. One of them talked about, why don't we just walk right up to the door and and drop her uh, with a bullet, you know? And so by Trump doing this, I try to teach my grandkill. grandchildren and my sons that you know and my daughter-in-law is that when you say something like it's a lifetime to build up a good reputation and you can destroy it with just a couple of uh, one bad deed can rip it all down and I try to talk to him about that all the time and for him to not denounce these guys right away and to spur it on, number one, like is he a sixth grader, or or is he is he in the fifth grade? I you know I mean the stuff he's done is absolutely childish. This is the leader of our country, you know. Please vote, please vote, so the trauma in my head can stop. You know the scary nightmare of this man. It's just deplorable, you know, and uh, uh, so anyway, I wanted to come on here, and this white supremacist stuff is real. I've talked on other podcasts. 
I want to know where these guys are, just like a sex registered, if they've ever been hauled in for any type of conspiracy theory. I also want a warning when in our state is open and carry, and when uh, Kyle Rittner, uh, Rittenhouse came and shot up Jacob Blake, he could walk down the street with the, uh, his rifle. You know, I don't want that. We didn't have that in our state for a long time. Uh, and then uh, about 10 years ago, they flipped the switch and our our gun incidents are crazy. Every day, almost every day here in the city of Milwaukee, we have to shut down a four-lane highway because the sheriff's office has to go look for bullets on our, <laughs> on our freeway. You know, like that never happened, never happened. And now it's a frequent thing all the time. And when somebody's like, Kyle Rittenhouse is walking down the street with a rifle. I would like some type of warning system. They say wise men see danger and go the other way. I want to be able to go the other way. So this is kind of a short one tonight. Um, I'm hoping you prosperity in your life. Um, I'm going to do something a little different tonight. I would like for you to, you know, meditate. How can we get through covid One thing we found out that uh, working in mental health and our research shows that if you meditate, you slow down, you listen to silence. The hardest thing for people to do is to sit in a room by themselves. And just for one minute, I want you to close your eyes. And I mean this if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. Wait till you get home. (laughs) But uh, so I want you to close your eyes for a minute. And we're going to breathe through our nose and out our mouth, through our nose, out our mouth. And now I want to think of everybody that you have love for, and they're all going to come and hug you one by one. Who is that line of people? And then we're going to sit in silence and... So let's give it a go. Uh, We're going to invite all the people we love to come give us a hug one by one. And then we're going to be silent for a minute and let this happen. I hope that felt as good for you as it did for me. Um, There's some other, uh, if you're into meditation, there's uh, down my list of podcasts, there's some on there. And uh, so I want you to have a wonderful, prosperous day. I want you to try to help others, um, try to vote. Um, Let's try to get this country back to some normalcy and let's be a leader in the free world if we get enough people thinking that way it's going to happen let's wipe out let's 
let's give hugs to these white supremacists. Um, there's something off. There's something that's not happy with them. There's something that's, you know, we need them to come out of the shadows and into the light so we can help them. <laughs> you know, we when we have a sick family member, we need to run to them and hug them and figure out. And so if we have somebody ill in our community, we need to see what the struggle is and if we can communicate you know, we've got a chance of, uh, you know, um, I just saw something recently where a guy was uh, picked up uh, when he was a kid by Ku Klux Klan members. And now he hangs out with Ku Klux Klan members and they're no longer Ku Klux Klan members and they're one big happy family. So it can definitely turn around. Uh, love each and every one of you. Uh, have a wonderful day. If you feel you have nothing to give, uh, remember, you can always do what? You can always give a smile. Have a good one. Please hit subscribe if you like these types of podcasts.